The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week 16 of our Scorching Six, six Picks. Uh, it's a special edition of the Scorching Six Picks uh, coming to you on a Thursday night. Uh, a little different than usual due to Christmas weekend. Uh, we got a lot of games this weekend being played on Saturday. So therefore, we're going to do our picks on Thursday night. So uh, joining me on this edition of the Scorching Six from the Bay Area, California, diehard New York Giants fan, Syed. How are you doing, sir? Doing well. Uh, going down the stretch in the, in the NFL and the playoffs, a lot of uh, stuff still to be decided, ranking uh, in the seeding-wise, and then also the wild card as well. So uh, got six uh, playoff implication-type games that we're going to look over this week. Uh, so let's get right into it. The first game we're going to be taking a look at, uh, the early afternoon game on Christmas Eve on Saturday. The Dolphins at 9-5 and five, traveling to Buffalo. Take on the Bills. We got Buffalo minus four and a half in this one. What do you think? Um, you know, I think I think the Dolphins are going to take this one. Um, yeah, I think the the Bills are pretty much um, dead in the water right now. They know they're not out in a disappointing season, and um. Yeah, so I think they're going to lose. I think last time they played, Jay Ajayi had a huge game. And uh, Matt Moore played pretty well in the substitute of uh, Ryan Tannehill. So, you know, uh, even if Matt Moore plays, I think um, he's going to be able to um, put a, put enough, you know, make enough plays for, for the Dolphins to take it. Uh, to be honest, I think the Dolphins are going to win this one outright. Um so I see them winning uh, 21-17. All right, yeah, this is, uh, I mean, a cold-weather type game. Uh, Dolphins showed that they played good in cold weather last week at the Met- uh, at MetLife Stadium against the Jets. Uh, Dolphins uh, really uh, in a tight wildcard race with uh, Pittsburgh and uh, Denver. So uh, they look to stay on track and stay uh, in one of those two wildcard spots in the AFC. And uh, like you said, uh, Matt Moore, I... Probably not better than Tannehill, but I don't think the drop off is as big as uh, everyone is making it out to be. I think I don't think the drop off is too much. And then uh, Jay Ajayi, I think he's gonna have a big game. Uh, on the other side, I think uh, McCoy is really good. I mean, one of the best rushers in the league this season. But I think Miami will be able to do enough to stop him. And uh, I think the Dolphins is definitely the the pick here. I mean, you're getting four and a half, so uh, you can't really go wrong with that. Uh, uh, I'm going to take Dolphins four and a half, plus four and a half and agree with you on that one, Sayed, and I think they're going to win outright as well. I'm going to take them to win 23-20. to 20. So uh, with that, we'll move into the second game of the Scorching Six, another early afternoon game on Saturday. Uh, we've got the Tennessee Titans 
traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars, and we got them laying five points in this one. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, the Jaguars are a mess this year. Um, they just got their head coach fired. Um, Blake Bortles is having a terrible year. Um, and Tennessee is right in the hunt, not only within, you know, for the playoffs, but with their division as well. Um, so to be honest, like I, I, I'm expecting Tennessee to come out and win big. Um, for me, I'm, I'm going to take... Marcus Mariota and Demarcus Murray. I'm gonna go 31-20. Um, Titans. All right. Uh, yeah, this one. Uh, I mean, really a kind of a only playoff, one-sided playoff implication type game with the Titans uh, laying five, at, traveling to Jacksonville. Uh, Marcus Mariota has shown a lot of lot more maturity in his uh, second year in the in the league, and Demarco Murray uh, bounced back year after. Kind of a terrible stint in Philadelphia. Kind of a low low point for him in his career, but he's looked really good. <clears throat> and then, I mean, the Titans. I mean, I think most people want to see this team win the AFC South, or you see, or else you'd see the lousy Colts or the Texans coming out of the division. I think uh, the Titans are have shown that they're probably the best team in the division this season so far through fourteen games. So uh, I think it would be exciting to see them, a uh, young team. Uh, coached by Mike Malarkey. And then on the other side, like you mentioned, Sai, Blake Bortles has really, really looked awful this year. And the Jaguars team in general has looked uh, absolutely terrible. I mean, Alan Hearns, Alan Robinson, uh, these guys were uh, putting up uh, wide receiver deal type records, threatening them last year, last season. But this season, I haven't really heard either one of their names. I mean, it's... Uh, it's well, astonishing. I mean, like those losers were complaining that the coach flew back on the plane. Yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, just the Jaguars have been awful, and this one, uh, Titans fighting to win the AFC South, and also kind of in the wild card hunt it's t- as well. If they don't win the South, but I think they'll win the South, and <clears throat> I only got to swallow five points in this one against the awful Jaguars team. I'm gonna swallow five points with Tennessee, and I'm gonna take them to win 34 to 21 in this one. So with that, we'll move into the third game of our scorching six and the last Saturday game that we're gonna take a look at. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers, winners of four straight games. Green Bay minus seven in this one. What do you think, Syed? Yeah, that, that's a, that's a big stretch there, but at the same time, uh, Aaron Rodgers has been playing MVP type uh, football the last four weeks um, to really get Green Bay right back in the thick of things in the playoff hunt, and, and they, they have a shot at the division as well now if they if they run the table. Um, so it's it's gonna be hard to stop them at home and. Sam Bradford has looked terrible again. Um, so, you know, first two or three games, everyone was jumping up and down. And, um, you know, they've just literally just looked terrible. And they have the worst rushing attack in the league, even though, you know, Adrian Peterson came back early. Um, he, he's not having a good year. And he, he didn't exactly play well in his first game back either. He had like 22 yards and a fumble. Um, yeah, seven points is big, but 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Packers. I think they're going to win like 28, 20, 20. Uh, I'll go 28 to 20. All right, yeah, I mean, this is a really tough one. Uh, I don't know why. This, I think the line start for this one started around six, five and a half, six. But it's been bet up all the way to seven now. Uh, I mean, the Vikings at seven and seven. I mean, that's just how awful they've looked the past seven, eight weeks or so after starting off, I think, 5-0, and oh, I believe. Uh, their defense is not as scary as it was in the beginning of the season, the first five, six games. And then uh, the Packers, I mean, offensively, uh, a little sluggish, uh, of course, to start the season and no running game. Uh, now they got Ty Montgomery as their running back, and he played very well last, last week against the Bears in Chicago. And then uh, the Packers, I mean, the thing that worries me, I mean, their defense is not as good. I mean, they they practically gave up a uh, – almost gave up a lead to the uh, abysmal Bears team last week. But if not for Aaron Rodgers' heroics at the end of the game, I mean, he's got to be probably the best at the in the league at of any quarterback at making those unorthodox, off-balance type throws. I mean – he hits uh, Jordy Nelson with two rushers attacking him uh, off balance on one leg, 60 yards in stride, sets up the game-winning field goal for Mason Crosby. So, I mean, seven is a big number, but uh, Vikings, I, ju- I just don't think they can score very many points. I mean, their offense is horrible, like you mentioned. Sam Bradford is uh, ver- runs a very simplistic-style offense with the, the Vikings. Uh, he can't really make advanced reads, can't really throw down the field very well. And the running game, like you said, is non-existent as well. Even with Peterson back, uh, he's looked sluggish, rusty since in his uh, first game back last week. So with that said, uh, Packers smelling a, a division title possibility matchup versus Detroit in Week 17. And also... Their continued December dominance. I think they're gonna swap. They're gonna cover this seven points. So I'm gonna swallow the seven points with Green Bay, and I'm gonna go thirty-one to seventeen. I think they went thirty-one to seventeen and cover the seven points. So with that, we'll move into our Sunday slate of games. First game we're gonna be taking a look at on Sunday is the early afternoon game, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh minus five and a half. What do you think, Syed? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, these games are always close, and it seems like these two teams are always, you know, battling each other out in the division and for play and for the playoffs. Um, yeah, and the Steelers have a, a really explosive offense. Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and Roethlisberger. I think they're going to be able to do their thing. Uh, you know, it's a big spread, but I just don't trust Joe Flacco. Um, so I think Pittsburgh's going to take it, and you know, but I think it's going to be a close game. So I'm going to go like 24-21 Pittsburgh. Okay, uh, this one, I mean, uh, this one's really tough because uh, Pittsburgh tends to play better, especially offensively at home, uh, and then but I'm Ravens also have. Uh, relied heavily this season on their strong defensive front and their their corners. I mean, they're much improved in that area. And what their offense like is is very mediocre. Joe Flacco has looked very sluggish throughout the entire season. Very up and down. But he does have a big arm. He has his arm is built for 
these types of games in December, cold weather. So I think he can make uh, some plays on offense to kind of keep the ball, kind of keep Baltimore in this game. So I'm going to agree with you, Saeed. Uh, I'm going to go Baltimore plus five and a half, but I think Pittsburgh wins a, a close one. And I'm going to go uh, 27-24 Pittsburgh in this one. So uh, with that, we've agreed so far in all four games. Uh, pretty surprising. And uh, We'll move into the Sunday night game in primetime on Christmas night. The Denver Broncos reeling, hanging on to their playoff lives, traveling to Arrowhead Stadium, one of the most hostile environments in all of, NFL, all of football, to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs giving three and a half points in this one. What do you think? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the Broncos just haven't looked good of late. Um, yeah, everyone says they, they dodged the bullet by not resigning Offweiler, but Trevor Simeon really hasn't looked all that much greater. Um, and he's got weapons and Sanders and Demarius Thomas, but they just haven't clicked all year. You know, despite... So all, all those pro bowlers on defense, Vaughn Miller, Chris Harris, and Akeem Talib. Um, but, you know, given that the Chiefs are at home, you know, they, they're a really great team at home. I think, you know, they're going to bounce back from their loss last week to the Titans. And I said, you know, I think Andy Reid's just going to be prepared, have his team really well prepared. So I'm going to take Kansas City in this one and, uh, I see them winning 27-20. Okay. Uh, I'm going to agree with you on this one as well. Uh, Kansas City uh, at home is very tough. Uh, one of the best defenses in the AFC. Uh, uh, they sh- definitely should have won last week's game. Uh, they gave it up there. Give credit to Tennessee. They came back and won it f- and took it away from them at the end. But uh, Kansas City... Uh, I guess very very well built for the playoffs in my opinion. Uh, trailing the Raiders by one game in the AFC West, if they end up tying at the end of the season, Kansas City holds that tiebreaker. So, very much lots to play for for Kansas City. Uh, they could either be the two seed or the fifth or sixth seed, depending on what happens in these last uh, two weeks of the season. So definitely a lot to play for. Uh, the Game time temperature calls for 61 degrees. That cold shouldn't really be a factor. But uh, like I mentioned, Kansas City uh, Arrowhead Stadium is a very hostile environment. One of the loudest stadiums in all of football. So Chiefs fans will be roaring. And Chiefs uh, will definitely be looking to get bounced back after the tough, devastating loss to Tennessee last week. So uh, with all that being said, uh, I think they do just enough to win. And I think they cover the minus three and a half as well. I'm going to go 27 to 21 Chiefs. So uh, with that, we'll move into our last game of this week's Scorching Six. Monday night in primetime, Detroit Lions traveling to Jerry World to take on the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas, uh, the line is now all, all the way up to minus seven and a half. What do you think, Said? Yeah, um, you know, to be honest, I don't think Dallas has looked all that impressive the last few weeks. Um. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm going to go with the with the Lions here. You know, I'm, I'm going to buy the Matt Stafford Kool Aid. I think you know he's having a pretty big year. He's he's a contender for that MVP award. Uh, if you don't want to give it to Brady, um, so you know I think the the Lions are still in the hunt for the playoffs. They're still leading their division. 
a big game for them. Dallas has already clinched the spot. Um, so I can see them easing off a little bit. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that the Lions actually steal this game. You know, I'm not even going to take that huge spread. I'm, I'm going to go um, 27-24 Lions. Wow, wow, wow. Taking the Lions to win. Pretty bold pick. Uh, I'm definitely taking the Lions plus 7.5 in this one. Uh, I, I think 7.5 is too big of a number for uh, Dallas right now. Uh, Dak Prescott uh, kind of hitting a little bit of a rookie wall. I think defenses have kind of figured him out a bit. Uh, he had a pretty good game last week against uh, Tampa Bay, bouncing back 32 of 36 with like 290 yards. But uh, with all that being said, uh, I think Detroit can still put up points on the board. Matthew Stafford and has two pretty good weapons with him and Golden Tate and Marvin Jones. And then their defense can kind of keep uh, Dallas at bay as well uh, with their pretty good uh, defensive line. So given all that, I think Dallas definitely wins this game against Detroit. I think they're the better team, but I don't think they cover 7.5. I think that's too big of a number. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to go... Dallas to win this one uh 23 to 17. So but uh I don't think they cover the seven and a half point spread. So uh with that being said, Said, uh in regards to your Giants, uh where exactly are you at from meh to what the fuck uh on how the season have gone has gone? Like where are your emotions been? Um pleasantly surprised. You know, his defense has stepped up big and that was a huge question mark coming into the year. You know, everyone always says free agent signings don't work, but to be honest, like Janoris Jenkins and Olivier Vernon have been playing huge for the Giants. And really, they're the reason uh, why the Giants are 10-4. It's not really the offense that's carrying them, it's the defense. Landon Collins has stepped up big in his second year, you know. Um, deserves to be a, an all-pro. Um so, you know, to be honest, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised, even though they're trailing right now to the Eagles. Um, yeah, uh, so far it's been a good year. You know, I think six out of the last seven years we've missed the playoffs. Um, so definitely excited to, to, to be watching them in January. All right, this seems like the classic Giants team that wins the Super Bowl, right? Or no, am I wrong? Um, maybe, you know, they're... Their MO is like Eli playing clutch and the defense coming up big. So uh, that's what's been happening lately as well. Um, not that I'm expecting them to win the Super Bowl, but I think it's you know it's going to be fun. I think the Giants have a good team, and I think in the NFC they're as good as uh, anybody out there. They beat the Cowboys twice, so I'm not afraid of them either. All right, definitely. Yeah, I mean they're uh, they can go in, I believe, in my opinion, and win in any on any teams. Uh, uh, field uh, in the NFC. Uh, the toughest, I think, probably be the, for them, Seattle. But uh, I think they can even go in and win there. But uh, with that being said, it's going to be very exciting to see the Giants. Um, their defense is really coming coming into form with their Olivier Vernon. Uh, Pierre Paul looks a lot better than he did last season. And then their corners with Janoris Jenkins, Eli Apple, Landon Collins at safety. Uh, they've all looked excellent, as you mentioned. So... It's going to be exciting to see, and uh, it should be a one hell, of, one heck of a playoffs this season. With that being said, uh, thank you very much for coming on, Saeed. Always a pleasure. Thanks, thanks for having me. 
And everybody, thank you for listening. I uh, wanted to wish everybody happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and we will see you next week for the last week, week 17 of the Scorching Six and the New Year's Weekend Picks. Thank you.